Big winning machine. Victory! Winning. And welcome to another episode of Reaction Time Sports. I am the host and the crew chief of the show, Mark Meyerhoff, and we are going to be recapping all of the action at the high banks of Cedar Lake Speedway last Saturday night. And I'm telling you what, guys, we have a heck of a show in store for you. We were able to lock down time with the winner of the UMSS non-wing sprint cars, Ryan Bowers. Winner in the Modifieds, Dan Ebert. Taking home the checkers in the Midwest Modifieds, Jason Vandekamp. And also rounding out the night in the late models, Jesse Glenn's. All of them guys, thankful enough for them for coming on board and giving us the time and whatnot to uh, recap the night at Cedar Lake. And uh, also want to give a big shout out to the winner in the Superstock class, Dave Moss, as he was victorious there in the Superstocks. But unfortunately, we were not able to uh, lock down any time with him. And hopefully in the future, we'll be able to get him on the show. But to get things started off, let's start with Saturday night's winner, in the Modifieds, Dan Ebert. And joining me now here on Reaction Time Sports Podcast, he's making his very first appearance on the show, winner of Saturday night's A-Main feature at Cedar Lake Speedway, driver of the number 60 Modified, it's Dan Ebert. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, Mark. How about yourself? I can't complain. It was a, it was a pretty hot one out there today, but luckily enough, I was working in the AC, so I can't complain. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> But I wish I could say the same, but we stayed cool. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that uh, was kind of crazy how we go from, you know, 60, what was it, 60-something degrees on Saturday night at the track, and then on Monday it's, you know, 90-plus with the humidity. Yeah, for sure. It's typical Minnesota. If it isn't crazy enough with uh, everything else happening, the weather is just following par. Following par on craziness in 2020. Yeah, no kidding. That definitely uh all the craziness going on and everything. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, normally when we don't get the opportunity to race in April and it's normally because of cold temperatures or it's still snowing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just the wildest thing, right? We had about probably one of the best springs we could ever have for racing and for factors that are under controllable or we weren't able to race. So it's, that the racing gods are testing us. Yes, they are very, very much so. And I can, I can kind of attest to that. I am actually, uh, uh, the reason why I'm kind of all behind this and everything, I actually crew chief for the uh, number 69S uh, non-wing sprint car with John Lure. So that's how I got the, got the ins in on that and everything. But anything that's fast on dirt pavement or whatever, I'm a fan of it. Right on. So, but uh, you kind of had yourself a heck of a night out at Cedar Lake on Saturday night. Got out there. You know, you guys had 44 cars signed in at Cedar Lake on Saturday night. So they had to run a couple B mains and everything. But luckily enough, you didn't have to deal with any of that. Heat race. You started out fourth and uh, ended up finishing second. Uh, what can you What can you tell us about from your heat race and how everything went down in that? Yeah, yeah even backing up further than that, we we had a really good night at uh, Superior up at Gondola Speedway the night before, and um, I'm fortunate to win the race up there. Had a had a great race. They've done a really good job this year on the racing surface. It's um, Superior is a place where it's really fun, but uh, you go up there and you never really know what you're going to get. Yep. And, um, it's been very consistent and just awesome racing surface. So first off, hats off to them. I mean, it's any racing we've seen has been awesome. Um, yeah. And then kind of worked the day, stayed the night up there, worked the day at, uh, superior. And we're kind of thinking about going to Ashland is, was kind of our plan. It wasn't that far away. And actually the, one of my pick helpers at 
uh, we call him Jeff Gordon because he's like the biggest Jeff Gordon fan there ever was. His name's Scott, but he had never been to Ashland. So he's like, yeah, I'll come along. Let's go up to Ashland. And, and we kind of heard that there was a little much extra money at Cedar. And I don't know, to be honest, we just, the day just went by, we were working away and I don't know, wild hair, like, what do you guys want to do? And we decided to go down to Cedar. So it was, it was cool. I hadn't been there for, I mean, I, I shouldn't say I hadn't been there. I raced there off and on two years with USMTS and some other things, but never real super competitive. I mean, we were all, we were okay, but so yeah, I was roll in there and it's like, holy man, you'd swear it was like the freaking USA nationals as many cars as there was. And right. Yeah. It was out of control. Great weather. Yeah. So we, um, you know, drew pretty good in the heat and had a good car and, you know, it was going to be a good race there between Dave and I, I think had a couple more laps. So it was, it was a lot of fun. No, absolutely. No, it ended up being a, a solid run for you there in the heat race and everything. And then kind of going back to, you said that you had, uh, ended up taking the checkers on Friday night as well, backing up a little bit and whatnot. So, um, you know, going into, uh, the feature, um, you start seventh and you ended up coming home with taking home the, uh, the win on Saturday night too. So it was actually a, a pretty darn good weekend for you. Kind of a clean sweep. Yeah, it was great. Um, I wasn't real sure how it was going to go when the green flag dropped there in the future. I actually lost a couple spots on the car. It was okay. You know, you just never really know till things get kind of settled. It was kind of hectic right away. And once things settled a little bit and got the car underneath me and, and got racing a little bit, kind of figured out I had a fairly good hot rod and cautions fell just right the way they should, you know, for, for a good run. You know, a lot of times that, you know, you see it a lot in dirt racing people, geez, you know, you're just dominated. Well, that isn't necessarily always true. I mean, it, the cautions have to fall just right and both well, lines have to open just right. And the racing surface has to promote good racing. So there's a lot of things that, that play into a, to a really good race. Absolutely. No. And definitely I actually went back on my lunch break today and uh, watched the highlights on uh, speed shift that they had posted from you guys' race and everything. And uh, definitely there was a, uh, you know, for you guys, there was uh, definitely multiple lanes that guys could run. Um, and then especially, too, when you were starting to make your charge towards the front and everything, um, you know, I, when you ended up, I think when you took over for th- or took over third, um, you kind of made a little dive mood and was kind of running the middle there. But then once you were kind of going after Nelson there, you, you moved up to the top and the momentum up there was just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like track. Widened out, widened out a little bit and cleaned off, and we had had an awesome surface. That's off the Cedar Lake. You know, you I don't know if it's because we just had a late start this spring or what, but, man, the racing surface has been awesome. I, I heard Cedar the week before was a little questionable, but did a great job this week. Nope, they absolutely do. Absolutely do. Um, you know, I, I, I could probably say one thing, uh, you know, my, my driver in the sprint car, he was kind of like, what the heck is going on out there? But, you know, totally different machinery and whatnot. But no, Cedar Lake has done an excellent job on what they're doing and everything and keeping the surface ready. And uh, we'll be out there next weekend for us and everything. So it should be interesting to see if everything holds up and uh, can uh, keep it up out there. Racing's been good for three weekends in a row, so I can't complain. Right. Yeah, it's about as good as racing and weather as anybody could ask for. Definitely. So when was the last time, uh, speaking of which, uh, that you uh, had been back out to Cedar Lake? So has it been a while since you had been had ran some laps around there? Yeah, it had. It, I'm trying to think. It was probably, oh, well, I can tell you when it was, actually. Now that I think about it, when when um, James came on board and, and purchased a car, he um, that was the first place we took it. And uh, 
he, it was pretty, pretty funny. You know, I was running pretty good. If I remember right, I think I spun out running second or something and just kind of still getting used to car, but we were pretty fast. And years before I'd run Cedar some for some USMTS stuff when I was chasing that Northern region deal. And then going way back further than that, uh, I think it was like 2006 or seven. My, that was the DTRA 100, uh, big race and they had pure stocks and I at the time was racing pure stocks and Brainerd at North central speedway. And we went over there and we were fortunate enough to win that. So that was, that was cool. You know, um, it's, it's a cool place. There's, there's just an energy about it when you roll in there and, um, it's pretty neat. That's awesome. No, definitely, definitely, uh, put on a heck of a show Saturday night. Um, you and Nelson there at the end, um, had a late caution, with about five to go, um, lined you guys back up, and uh, you guys were still battling it out after that and whatnot. Were you were you thinking that he had anything for you? Or were you feeling pretty confident with all that momentum on the high side? No, I I mean, I don't think you can ever be super confident knowing you're you can beat Daryl. I mean, as many feature wins as that guy has, and as many laps as he has around uh, tracks, it's I mean, he's no doubt one of the best there ever was, ever is, ever will be. So. I think uh, until a checkered flag flies and, and you're coming down out of corner four, I don't think the race is ever over. Right. Uh, speaking for any of the modified guys right now, I mean, it's the competitiveness of the field is way more competitive, way tighter. Racing, in my opinion, has just been way better. I mean, we started out the year this year with, like, unbelievable races, and I just think that's hats off to everybody working hard and obviously being in super good equipment and really good drivers. And it's been a great start to the season for you um, from at least correct me if I'm wrong, but so far you, you've got four feature wins under your belt so far in uh, 2020. Again, you know, it's going really well. You know, a lot of things are kind of how the cards fall. We first win there, Mississippi Thunder, we redrew the pole. So obviously that helps. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Starting on the pins, always good. And um, just been, been running good, you know, um, we've been working hard and, just, uh, you know, I've always said that it's when you're winning, it's easy to win. And when you're losing, it's really hard to, to get it turned around because you have, don't have momentum on your side and you, you know what it takes. Like, you know, the feeling, you know, the tracks, you know, what it, you kind of need in the car. And it's, um, it's just as easy as you get on top. It's really easy to, to get spun out and wonder why you're, why you're struggling. We went through that midsummer last summer. Uh, for a while and Shane went on a heater and won a bunch of races and kind of scratching her head wondering what what's going on and um, got it kind of coming around a little bit towards the end of the year and racing is all about cycles you know um, it's it's just tough to stay on top so when you do have good weekends and do have good runs it's it's important to, to enjoy them you know I think that it I, I, I enjoy them more now than I did when I was a kid racing 70 shows a year with two cars I you know, you just, just laser focused and working your butt off to the next race. And now it's like, you know, we accomplished something, you know, this is great. We should take it in. You know, I'm, I will say that as I've gotten older, I've learned to enjoy it more and realize that this, it isn't going to be forever and, and you never know. And just gotta, just gotta love it when things are happening. Right. Right on, man. Couldn't have said it any better. Um, keep riding that wave of momentum and whatnot. And, uh, can we expect to uh, see that momentum keep carrying at Cedar Lake or where can your fans expect to see you running here in the next weekend or the coming weeks? Yeah. Who knows? Right. I, you know, being from Minnesota, we hope that we can get some things 
back to normal, whatever that normal is going to be. Who knows? Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of frustrating. You know, I, I don't ever want to get political, but to, to think we're traveling out of state and spending money out of state and then coming home and can't race is pretty crazy to me, but, um, that's another topic for another day. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the next couple of weeks, I'm actually going to be out of town. I'm going, uh, I work for Fox. So we going to an ATV MX race in Tennessee. And then the week after that, I'll be working down at our street performance division in Mooresville. So I'll be next couple of weeks kind of at idle, but when I get back, we'll be cranking again. Sounds good. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the couple weeks off, uh, you know, get rested and kind of, you know, take a break. And then when you come back, you hit it hard and, uh, you know, kind of pick up where you left off and, uh, you know, keep uh, putting that number 60 modified in a victory lane. Yeah, we'll do the best we can. It, um, I know the competition will be working hard. You know, that's one thing about when you're, when you're not racing, you're not out in front of it all the time and kind of every week's a new week. You get a new report card every time you pull into the track. So I know guys are going to be going to be giving her and um we will be too right on sounds good man we'll definitely hope to see you uh back at cedar lake sooner rather than later um you got an awesome looking hot rod and everything that thing is uh just awesome to look at uh who do you got to uh kind of give some shout outs or some plugs to who was helping you out on the old race car so james trantina at collins brothers towing st cloud um he's um been a huge supporter of mine and believed in myself and our team and and we've been just riding the wave, man. It's been awesome. Um, Don Fiddler at Country Pride Construction, the Wanderscheids at Country Cat, uh, Amsoil, Fox Shocks, Speedworks, um, Don Shaw at Shaw Trucking, Racing Supplies, um, Hyperclose Springs, Weir's Machine, W. Lawrence, um, Moonlight Bay, Fast Shafts, Woody's Racing. Um, they've uh, really helped out a lot with the fuel. They're a great snowcross family. General Formulations, Digital Link. Just everybody, mom, dad, Ashley, Brock, uh, Gordo, Oli. We um, we work really hard at it. You know, we have a lot of fun, and it's uh, we take it pretty seriously. And um, just just riding the wave while we can, because everybody's going to be working hard. And that's all. That's all you can ask for. And uh, you know, it's a it's a family sport. Friends are involved. A lot of people backing whatnot. Sounds like you got a sounds like you got a good backing whatnot. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best here in the uh, coming weeks. And uh, like I said, hopefully. Uh, this isn't the only time you're on the show. Would definitely love to have you come back and uh, chit chat some more, get to know you more, and uh, uh, get your story out there. Let the fans hear about you and get to know you. And um, yeah, man, just uh, you know, thanks for coming on, and I appreciate you taking the time. I really do. Yeah, no problem, Mark. Anytime, uh, anytime you want to chat. And there he is, everybody. Dan Ebert, driver of the number 60 modified, off to a hot start in 2020 with four feature wins already and taking home the checkers last Saturday night at Cedar Lake Speedway. Next up was the UMSS non-wing sprints making a return to Cedar Lake Speedway on Saturday night after having the week off and letting the wing guys have the spotlight. Um, Taking home the checkers was Ryan Bowers, and here is our time with Ryan. Next on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, it is a winner from Saturday night at Cedar Lake Speedway in the UMSS non-wing traditional series. It is Ryan Bowers, driver of the number 16 non-wing sprint car. Ryan, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, you know, I had a pretty decent day for a Tuesday and whatnot, so I can't really complain. Yeah, it's not bad for a Tuesday. Nope, not at all. Just uh, counting down the days till getting back to Cedar Lake and go racing again. 
Yeah, it sounds like uh, it might be a good weekend for racing. Again, weather's looking pretty decent. Yep, it's looking pretty decent. Uh, you know, last weekend it was in the 60s, and now they're uh, talking about it being in the 80s. Yeah, we skipped right right to summer, that's for sure. None, none of that 80 business. We'll go straight to, to 80, 90. Yep, absolutely, yeah. 80, 90, humid, you name it, just uh, sweating, sweating like gangbusters. But, uh, yeah, going into uh, Saturday night here for you, you hopped into the uh, number 16 car that actually uh, normally driven by Anna Kuba, but we, uh, she is still uh, recovering from some uh, injuries she sustained and whatnot, and we definitely wish her nothing but the best and a continued speedy recovery and everything. But uh, you hopped in there, and uh, I believe that was the first time you hopped in this season, uh, even though it's been a pretty quick uh, two-race season. You ended up being in heat number two, started sixth, had to do a little work, and uh, ended up uh, taking home the uh, checkers in your heat race. How did that heat race go for you? Yeah, it went pretty well. Um, yeah, it was the first time we really, I think it was maybe Wednesday, Thursday, we decided we were going to go race, and uh, Joe got the car ready there, and um, I was busy home working on the go-kart for Nolan, and uh, we showed up Saturday night and took the green flag. And I uh, got a good jump off the start. I kind of went around a few guys around the top side there and kind of fell into third. And, uh, I think it was uh, Denny Stordahl maybe running second. I can't remember now. But, uh, yeah, battled with him a little bit. And then um, just kind of there running behind Cam and going to kind of try a couple things on some restarts to get around him. And uh, he pulled up there with some sort of issue. And we kind of, from there, kind of cruised to the uh, checkered flag. Yeah, it kind of seemed there in the in the heat race. It kind of seemed to be the uh, the bottom was the uh, way to go there for most of the race and whatnot. Kind of a one lane highway down there, but it seemed like it was the place to be. Yeah, I was kind of trying some goofy stuff there coming in to get a little more speed down the straightaway, but uh, but yeah, around the bottom was pretty much the hot line all night long. No, I definitely agree with you. I was I was to be honest with you, I was really shocked when uh, Johnny Lure pulled back in uh, the guy at crew chief for and whatnot. He uh, he come back in. I was like, man, that track was dry. He goes, yeah, but not down on the bottom. Like, clearly, it's covered in mud. <laughs> Making a lot of work for you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I was like, oh. And then, of course, he forgets the mud scraper. So, I was like, oh, a lot of, a lot of help that does me, buddy. Yeah. Early season glitches there. <laughs> no, he forgot that. He forgot the uh, he forgot the funnel for putting fuel in the car. Yeah, it was uh, oh, er, early, <laughs> early year stuff. Yep. It's either the funnel, the jack, or the wheel nut, the wheel fork or arm. It's one of them three every year. It seems like. No, nope, that's uh, that's been that's kind of been the uh, the mo over at the uh, 69s pits so far this season. But uh, all good. We made her work. We got enough buddies rolling around the pits. They let us borrow a few things when we need it. There you go. Yeah, those things are pretty light on fuel, so you don't have to put a ton in or throughout the night. <laughs> no, no, it actually. Uh, well, actually, too, yeah, we should have enough fuel for uh, Saturday because we really didn't burn nothing much up in the future since we pulled off on a pace lap. So, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was wondering what was happening there when they said he pulled off. Yeah, it was. Um, it was kind of a weird deal that you know they they he was coming out of two and you guys gassed it up there on a, on that warm up lap or whatever before you guys went to line up and he drove it into three and next thing you know from my vantage point uh, he was kind of on the high side and I seen the car kind of hop. And it just went dead to the dead straight and then to the right towards the wall. And next thing I know, I seen him pull off and uh, something in the steering box again. Just uh, don't know what's going on there. And uh, haven't had a chance to talk to him really since it happened. But uh, hopefully get some clarity on that here in the next day or two. Yeah, as a driver, that's uh, not being able to steer. That's, that's one of the things you don't want to feel. 
Well, I, I can I can tell you that when he came into the pits, he uh, he didn't park in front of our trailer. He was uh, in front of Cam's trailer because he couldn't turn. So that just uh, goes to show how bad it was. For sure an issue. Yeah, for sure an issue. <laughs> yep. So hopefully we get that rectified and uh, we'll we'll come back uh, hopefully uh, better than ever on Saturday night. And uh, maybe if you're out there, we'll give you a run for your money. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're going to head out there or not. Uh, we haven't really made plans for the weekend yet. I know Nolan's got some road racing card stuff he can do, so. We're just kind of debating what we want to go do. Right on. Well, no, definitely. We, uh, I know Johnny enjoys uh, racing with you out there and whatnot, you know, and, uh, yeah, we have, you know, you're out there running around. Uh, definitely the competition's good, and, uh, yeah, we enjoy sharing the track with you. Yeah, no, it's fun jumping in. Um, you know, a lot of those guys I haven't raced with, I know a lot of them just from the wing stuff, but uh, it's fun to get out there and put on a show with those guys because they always seem to do a great job. No, absolutely, and uh, kind of transferring into the uh, the feature part of the night, um, you ended up drawing a three, starting third, and uh, worked your way to first there uh, pretty fast, I assume. We were back in the pits trying to figure some things out, but then we did wander up to the stands to watch the rest of the race, but uh, when we popped up there, you were already out in the lead. Uh, kind of walk us through how your uh, how the feature went for you. Yeah, it was kind of the same thing as the heat race. Um, the bottom was, was kind of the place to be. The, the other, all the, they had so many cars out there, it really blew the cushion, or what you, I guess, call a cushion, uh, all the way up close to the fence. It really is a long ways around with those cars. So I was just kind of following Harry there, and he was he was running a good line. Um, I didn't really have anything for him uh, once the race got going, and uh, just happened to be, um, he made a, couple mistakes and I'd get excited. I'd make the mistake right behind him. And then on one restart, uh, he just happened on down the front stretch to get about a half a lane off the, off the moisture. And I was able to stay in it and get my nose in front of him. And that was the key to the race really. Um, other than that, he was, he was fast. I didn't really have anything for him. Yeah. But by the time that we made it up there, you were, you know, like you said, the, the bottom line was the line to be at, but by the time we got back there, you know, you were, motoring around the bottom and there was Harry and Cam banging the banging the concrete off the walls up on the top trying to chase you down. Yeah, I kept every caution. I kept looking up there and thinking and I'm running around because I, I really don't like being down on the bottom there. It's just not a ton of fun. Yep. And uh, the whole time I'm just debating, should I go up, should I shouldn't? And that's kind of the tough part about being the leader there is you don't know, you don't know when your line goes away and another one comes in. But uh, I kind of just stuck with it till, uh someone was going to show me something as a leader and uh, it ended up working out for me. No, it, it definitely ended up working out really good for you. You were able to pull away from them guys. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, Harry and Cam put on a heck of a show behind you. They were going after each other and Cam ended up getting by Harry there, I think on the last lap coming home second. And, uh, yeah, they were trying to bang down the walls down there and, uh, you were just motoring away. Yeah. Yeah. Cam uh, had a strong run there from the back. So, but yeah, solid, solid night for the UMSS again. Uh, second night out there at Cedar Lake with the non-wings. Um, going to make a return trip out there again this Saturday night at Cedar Lake. Um, like you said earlier, it's kind of up in the air and what you're going to do and whatnot. But uh, definitely, if you if you make your way back out there, uh, you know, definitely look forward to having you out there again. Because like I said, everybody, the more the merrier and it makes everybody better. Yeah, no, it's for sure a lot of fun running those non-wing cars and uh you know, the, the, the group of guys that just kind of got, got going on that are, you know, a lot of fun and uh, put on a heck of a show. I guess I should say gals as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because you, you, I know last year you hopped in that car a couple of times as well, and then I think you also drove one other non-wing car last year too at one point. Um, you know, you obviously... No, I just, 
just drove the 16, I think, uh, four times last year. Okay. I was trying to think back. I thought there was one There was one off night where it wasn't the 16. It was uh, another uh, white car that you drove. I, I might be mistaken. I might be thinking of something else. Uh, yeah, Brooke got in the other car of who was there. The 16, I think it was the 63. I'm not sure what number that was. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it might have been the 63. That sounds about right. So, but yeah, I've, uh, I think I got five five or six starts in a non-link car, so I don't have a ton of experience in them, but uh been doing a lot of iRacing, so it was uh, nice to feel, feel the car in the seat of my pants instead of uh, relying on the vision, so that was a lot of fun to get back in the race car. Yeah, I can honestly tell you, you are not the first person I heard that from. I've been hearing that from a lot of guys, and I, you know, I'm I'm not a race. I don't drive these things and whatnot, but I can only imagine uh, how it feels for you guys to get back out there and uh, competitively race. You know, in real life now that we can. Yeah, well, it's just it was just awesome. I mean, to see that many cars at Cedar Lake. I mean, that brings me back to my early days of BMOS when you know half the people wouldn't make the feature that uh, you know B mains were huge, and you know it was just. Just nice to see all those people racing, people in the stands, and uh, everybody out having a good time on a on a summer night. Nope, it's definitely a sight to see. You know, we've been having some really good crowds coming out. The car counts have been for all classes have been through the roof and whatnot, obviously because of limited uh, tracks that we can run at. So everybody's, you know, like you said, anxious to get out. They want to race. Obviously, limited places to go. So. Um, even going back to my teenage years and whatnot, when I would go down to Cedar Lake in the two thousands and whatnot, you know, it, it's got that feel again. For sure, yeah, it uh, it, it was a good night, uh, a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, actually, one question for you: saying you know that you you know you've only been in a non wing car a few times and whatnot, you know, and you mainly were wing race, wing racing uh, most of the time. You know, if you had to choose and, you know, you had to pick, would you would you stick with the wings or do you want to get rid of them things and come race with the non-wing guys full-time? Uh, I, I think I think I'm a wing guy. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but racing's racing. It doesn't really matter. I mean, lawnmowers, dump trucks. I mean, <laughs> I, I, just enjoy, I just enjoy racing. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of follow all forms of racing, just not dirt track. You know, I, I get into Formula One and, uh, you know, a lot of other different things, so... Um, yeah, I just enjoy the competition of it. I'm a pretty competitive person by nature. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, uh, I'm always up to drive something. It doesn't much matter, you know, what it exactly is. But, yeah, I guess if I had to pick, I, I'd for sure pick, you know, a 410 wing sprint car is for sure, for sure the most fun to, to go wheel with. Right on. Well, next time, I will keep you in mind next time we get the boys together and we bust the lawnmowers out. I'll make sure to give you a call. For sure. Let me know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Oh, man, my Husqvarna's probably got something for you. I don't know. It'll be pretty tough. I'm a John Deere kind of guy, so I guess we'll have to run them up. <laughs> Let's do it up, man. But uh, I won't take up too much more of your time here. Um, we'll get you back on your way and uh, get you back to your evening here. Uh, before we uh, let you go, um, who, anybody you want to give out sponsor-wise, plug, big some, give out some thank yous? Yeah, I just got to thank the whole Kuba family, um, Joe, Kathy, and, you know, especially Anna for letting me jump in her car. And, um, you know, we've really been working on, you know, getting her back to 100%. And, uh, you know, with, with that sort of injury, it's just it's just not like anything else, so to speak. So, um, you know, the, the people that support us to make that all happen, it, you just can't do that without them. And uh, it, it really makes the, the world go around in the racing world, that's for sure. 
Nope, absolutely. Yeah, having the backing, you know, having family and friends like that, they, they can uh, back you and help you out wherever you need to to get you in the car and obviously get them some exposure as well. It's, uh, it's how it every, everything goes around and uh, helps everybody out in the long run. For sure. Oh, I appreciate you giving me a call. Hey, no problem, Ryan. I appreciate you taking time out of your night to uh, hop on here. And uh, hopefully it's not the uh, just the last time you are on the show. We definitely would love to have you back, regardless if it's a Victory Lane edition or if uh, you just want to call in and talk a little bit about racing and, uh, you know, uh, get the fans to get to know you a little bit better, share some stories, and just uh, BS a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Anytime, give me a call. I'd love to share some of the stories of years past. Sounds good. We'll keep that in mind. Well, again, thank you so much for calling in tonight, and uh, you have yourself a good rest of the evening. All right. Take care. And there you have it. Ryan Bowers. Handful of starts in a non-wing sprint car. Normally a wing guy. Prefers to go with the wings. One start this season, one win. Doesn't get any better than that, guys. On the other side of the break here, we got two down and two to go. We will have Jason Vandekamp and Jesse Glenns on the other side of the break. What's going on, everybody? Mark here with Reaction Time Sports. Did you miss all the NASCAR action this weekend and looking to find out if your favorite driver won or parked it in the wall? Then look no further than the Racing Insiders. They are your insider source for everything NASCAR. ARCA, Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series are all covered by their championship-driven team to bring you all the latest news, updates, and race recaps. They are Reaction Time Sports' pit stop for all things NASCAR, and they should be yours too. Go to theracinginsiders.com or find them on Facebook and Twitter at The Racing Insiders. And welcome back. And speaking of the Racing Insiders, proud sponsor of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, they just announced today on their Facebook page, which you can find at the Racing Insiders, that they are going to start doing a local short track highlight series uh, for local drivers, um, dirt, pavement, you name it, anything racing-wise. So uh, any drivers that would like to have a write-up and uh, be spotlighted with the Racing Insiders, uh, make sure you go to theracinginsiders.com or the Racing Insiders on Facebook. Um, find that post. Uh, we will also share it on the Reaction Time Sports podcast uh, Facebook page at Reaction Time Sports. And uh, shoot over an email with all your information, and they'll be in contact with you and give you a little spotlight and highlight and uh, get you out there and uh, write something up good about you. Continuing on with our winners from Saturday night, we are going to jump over to the Midwest Modifieds where Jason Vandekamp, a longtime driver in a Midwest Mod and other vehicle and other race cars as well, joined us on the show to recap his Saturday night at Cedar Lake. With me now on this episode of Reaction Time Sports Podcast, it is the driver of the number 16 Midwest Modified. It is Jason Vandekamp. How are you doing today, Jason? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Can't complain. Just uh, storms rolled through a little bit earlier this evening and whatnot. Uh, had some rambling, uh, good thunder come through, but we needed the rain for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, I'm glad I got my lawn mowed yesterday and you know, a little rain doesn't hurt anything. No, not at all. It definitely needed, but uh, kind of recapping, uh, you had a pretty good uh Pretty good Saturday night out at Cedar Lake Speedway out in the Modified. Um, it was kind of simple for you. You, you were, went out in Heat 4. There was 40 cars signed in on Saturday night. Started second, finished first. And then uh, come feature time, same deal. Started second, finished first. How did the how did the entire night go for you? Well, it's, it's funny. Um, um, at the end of the night, I guess. Well, it starts with a draw. You know, we, we come in and get a good number and, and get a good starting spot in the, in the heat race. And and um, being in the fourth heat and then having and winning that, having to do that little on-track interview, by the time I get to the scale, there's there's only one ball left to draw. So it was, uh, I always 
hate drawing there because I feel like I always draw 10 through 12. And um, when I pulled onto the scale, I asked the guy, I said, what's left? And he, uh, he told me 12. And I thought, oh boy, kind of rolled my eyes. And he says, minus the one. So I really, you know, luck was on my side. Everybody else drew and I got what was left and it was number two. So, you know, that really helps. And then at the, at the end of the night, when the night was over, I was actually pitted right next to Brandon Jensen. And he, uh, he, he walked over and he says, sure is easier when you start in front, ain't it? Yeah, starting spot makes a big difference, especially with no cautions. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. That was that definitely helps too. Got started, get to start outside front row. Um, you know, how was the uh, from your vantage point, and whatnot? How was the track all night for you in the heat race and the come future time? Kind of worked to your advantage. Yeah, it, it definitely did. I mean, the the week before it was it was so heavy and tacky and and just a hammer down, and then it gets rough and. Um, you know, this week they, it started off much, much drier, which, you know, works. It really, it really makes the driver and the car set up be that much more important versus just kind of hammer down. And, uh, this is a brand new car we built this year and we built it specifically to try to try to conquer these dry, dry slick tracks. Cause that's the way of the, of the racing world right now. Kind of talking about that. So does that, uh, when you say you built that new car specifically for the dry slick, is that kind of the, uh, the track that you prefer or are you more hammered down? Try to do that. I mean, which one would you prefer if you had to choose, if you had to choose somewhere in the middle, I I like, (laughs) like, like Cedar Lake worked really hard all night long on their track and and you could, you know, you could really tell, I mean, the, the night kind of, they had a lot of cars but the night kind of drug out a little bit because the water truck was out there a lot. Yep. And I, I think what they, uh, what they were doing is really testing for a couple of weeks from now for the masters, but they kept working on, on making a bottom lane, but working on making a top lane and, uh, you know, give them credit. They, you know, it was dry to start the thing. It was hard. It was smooth. There was, wasn't a lot of bumps. It was a major difference from the week before to, to this week. So, you know, give them credit. They, they really worked hard on it. And, and, um, you know, I guess why I say built a car like this is struggle really bad going to Ogilvy and Ogilvy is a dry slick track. Yep. And, um, um, I seem to do fine most everywhere else. And I, and I struggle that place. So that was kind of what was, what inspired us to, to really try some things. And if we can make a car drive on a, on a dry slick track, like Cedar Lake was for the most part last week. Um, uh, you know, if we can make a car work there, we, we can make a car work anywhere. Right. And that sounds like it's the main goal. Like you said earlier, you know, you guys are mainly, that's what the tracks are doing around here. And if that's what you got a game plan for, it sounds like you guys have uh, got something set up underneath you and headed in the right direction. Yeah, no, I, I feel really good about it. It's um, fourth night out on the car and, and we've made some positive gains, you know, the first couple of weeks, we kind of struggled a little bit up in superior the first night and changed a bunch of things. And, um, and, ran second the second night and felt really good about that. And, and then, you know, Cedar Lake was really hammered down and it was really rough and it just, you know, starting 13th that night, it just really wasn't, wasn't worth uh, beating the heck out of your equipment just to try to you know, get a few more spots for a, you know, just a regular Saturday night feature. So. Yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, you said, uh, yeah, you had uh, headed up North to superior and then uh, obviously you've been down at Cedar Lake for the couple nights and, uh, whatnot other than that uh you kind of touched base on a little bit but um you know the prior races how are the how's the beginning of the season been for you normally we get to race in april because it's either snowing or too cold but uh been a little delayed here with everything going on 
Yeah, this is a, this is a crazy, crazy times in the world. It, um, you know, every, uh, you're right. Every year, Cedar Lake, they try to open the first weekend in April and we all kind of, you know, chuckle about it and say, there's no way it's going to snow, it's going to rain, whatever's going to happen. And, you know, this year we would have raced opening first weekend of April. And I think the, the entire, until Cedar Lake opened those entire eight weeks, we would have raced every single Saturday night and not missed a night because the weather was gorgeous. And then they finally opened and then the next week it rained. So it was like, you know, we, yeah, we probably have a dozen or more shows in already this year if it wasn't for the, the craziness happening in this world. So thankfully we're, we're at least able to go to uh race in Wisconsin. And I, I just heard today, I got a text on my drive home that uh, Deer Creek is opening up this Saturday. So oh, Minnesota track that's opening. So that's pretty cool. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, that's definitely a fun joint to go down to and whatnot. I've been down there a couple of times with the uh, sprint car guys to watch some races. So uh, that's definitely a fun one to go to. Yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoy racing down there too. I, um, you know, it, it, it's two, a little over two hour drive, so that's not a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, one Cedar Lake's a half an hour for me, but, um, you know, they're, the place really takes care of their, their drivers and their fans and, and they do a really good job of that. And they always feel very appreciated going there. And, um, you know, they have good, good track, good facility and, and good racing. But, um, I don't know this last Saturday night, that was some, some awesome racing. I watched, I actually watched some racing after we were done last week and boy, there was some really good racing in the, in the, uh, supers and in the mods. Oh, absolutely agree with you on that one. We, um, actually, um, I crew chief for a uh, non-wing sprint car over in the UMSS side of things, and uh, we ended up having an early night because we had some steering issues, so we ran up and sat with the wives. They were tailgated out in three and four and were able to catch the rest of the races for the rest of the night, and I totally agree with you. The racing was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, I usually, you know, mods is kind of my, my passion, and I usually don't spend a lot of time you know, by the end of the night, we go pack up and load up. But, you know, even watching the late models and watching Jesse do what he did, it was just amazing watching him drive the top like that. It's, uh, it, yeah, it was all around a great night of racing. It just got really, really late. Yep. Yeah. Then, unfortunately, you know, it with, you know, no tracks, you know, really being open in Minnesota and kind of everybody being limited to where they can go, you know, the, the last couple weekends at Cedar Lake, the car counts have been outrageous. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the old days, you know, Cedar Lake, you, you go there and it was the best of the best and they were there and that's, you just enjoyed watching. I mean, I, I grew up going there since I was, you know, probably four or five years old and, uh, you know, he, he, anyone who was anyone was racing at Cedar Lake. So that was, uh, you know, that that's what this last few weeks have reminded me of. You know, and to be quite honest with you, I uh, I used to go to Cedar Lake myself when I was in my teenage years when I, when I finally moved up here. And, um, you know, I remember your last name and I remember watching you when I was younger and whatnot. So uh, having the chance to interview and get into touch base with you and get to know you a little bit, definitely, uh, you know, kind of, it's kind of a surreal thing for me if I want to put it that way. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I've been very fortunate over the years. A lot of, a lot of help and a lot of good support. No, you're, you're a heck of a driver and, you know, definitely, uh, when we're out there, whether we're out there with the sprint car or if I just go out there on a Friday or Saturday night when they're racing, you know, I, you know, I pay attention and, you know, realize when you're out there and hitting the track and definitely pulling for you. Well, thanks. 
Yeah, so coming up, we got another weekend of racing at Cedar Lake. Um, where can your fans expect to see your racing? Are you going to be back out at Cedar, or are you going to kind of button down the hatches and maybe get ready for a couple weekends from now? No, I think the plan, um, I'll for sure be at Cedar Lake Saturday night. That's my plan, unless weather plays a factor, then I would probably head down to Deer Creek if they were racing and Cedar wasn't. But uh, um, I'm now that we bought Lou Fegger's racing and then, you know, just kind of really busy down there trying to keep the shop and, and everyone out on the racetrack, I, I really want to go to uh, Superior Thursday and Friday in race. But um, I, I, at this point, it's looking like we'll have to forego uh, Thursday and I might run up there Friday night and race and then just do Cedar Lake on Saturday this coming weekend. Following weekend is Masters weekend at Cedar Lake. I, uh, I haven't got the mod out yet this year. Um, we just haven't had time with, with buying the shop um, to even kind of work on the car, get it ready to race. So I think that weekend we might uh, we might just take the weekend off and just kind of go out and, like you said, tailgate, sit with some of our friends and and uh, and hang out and watch USMTS racing. Oh, the uh, Masters weekend is always a big weekend out at Cedar Lake. You know, the – the big names and uh, the best of the best come out there and put on a heck of a show for three days. It is, I think it is. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a good time and good racing. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's awesome racing. Like I said, I, I grew up a modified guy. That's what I, that's what I love. And, and, you know, a couple of years ago we, we went out to the masters with our modified and, and I, I still to this day don't exactly know how we did it, but qualified them to start front row. Um, for that show and racing with them guys. And I remember, you know, racing side by side by side with Jason Hughes for 15, 20 laps. And I'm sitting there in the car thinking to myself, what what am I doing? Like, I'm, I shouldn't be out here racing. I should be watching this. You know, these are, these guys are my heroes. I grew up watching these guys and, you know, to be out there racing with them was just surreal. No, I I can only imagine that's definitely uh, sounds like it's a highlight moment for your career and everything. And, uh, you know, hopefully down the road, if you get the opportunity again, hopefully that uh, that uh, that can repeat itself and uh, put yourself in victory lane. Yeah, no, that would that would be fun. I mean, that's that was that was definitely a surreal moment, and it was it was really cool. And you know, the the, the mod thing and those guys, you know, they they travel, they really have those cars figured out and working, and, and there's there's so much so much into that stuff, and so to to be out there and to compete and to make that show was, was just a win in our book. And, you know, like I said, I'd love to, I'd love to go try and do it again this, you know, in, in, a, in a week and a half here when they race again, but it, uh, it's just not in the cards this year. The car hasn't been even touched since we last raced it in October and, um, still on the hoist and where, where we parked it. And it just, uh, there's just not the time for it. And, and that's fine. I, uh, you know, we got this new car going and, you know, that's, that's where we're putting our focus and our energy. And like I said, it's just, just to go out there and, and go sit up in the stands and, and some of our friends and fans and just to hang out and watch some racing is, is, um, just like I said, it brings it back to the way it used to be growing up and just, it, it puts the fun back into it. Heck yeah. I couldn't agree more with you there. Definitely. Sounds like you're going to have a busy weekend ahead of you, possibly Friday, Saturday. And like you said, weather permitting, might have to make a trek down to Deer Creek. But I think the weather's looking pretty good right now. So I'm going to hopefully assume probably see you out here at uh, Cedar Lake on Saturday night. And uh, if I do, I'll have to swing down and uh, introduce myself to you and say hi. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So, But I won't take up too much more of your time here. Um, uh, Anybody that you want to plug out for sponsors or give a shout out to? 
Well, I, you know, I, I've had, uh, um, a lot of great sponsors over the year, over the years, uh, Winnick supply and forest Lake has, has been my longest standing sponsor. Um, Ben has just been great to me. Um, every year I go in, he's like, yep, we're on board. It's great. Um, so really appreciate that. Um, Chris Steppen, FYE Motorsports, he's, he's helped me for years. Um, you know, he, he's just been a great sponsor. George and Linda from Champ Sports Bar and Grill in New Richmond, they've, uh, year after year, they've really, you know, helped me out and, um, supported me and, you know, do, do what they can for me. Um, Weatherwood of Minnesota has, uh, been on board for a couple of years. They're, they're kind of cool. We, we, we bought some of their product and put it when we were finishing off the lower level of our house. And, and, um, my wife just kind of mentioned that, Hey, we race and, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have this logo on the car. And the guy was like super interested and that's all it took. So that was, that was really cool. I, I don't like asking for sponsorship and money. I just have a really hard time doing that. And so she just kind of threw it out there. So that was, that was kind of cool, but CNS Automotive has built my engines for, for since 2003 when I, um, you know, the first engine I built, I, I bought a car in 2002 and I already had an engine and the next year. He's been building my engines ever since and it just does an awesome job and, um, never, you know, I've never missed a race because of anything. And we've had a couple of issues here and there, part failures that have cost us the engines, but, uh, He's always got it fixed, pulled all-nighters, and got me back out there the next day, and, and won a lot of championships as a result of his hard work. And, um, and Randy Hansen and Dominator Chassis have been running his chassis for a while now. Together, him and I bought Lou Feggers Racing together, so now we have you know Lou Feggers Racing, Dominator Chassis. So this is kind of our first new car, prototype car that we built out of that new in- endeavor, and, and it's going really well. So. Yeah, I mean, the Extreme Race Oils helped me out. Mike Boston, M&B Services, they, we build them cars, and they've uh, they've supported me the last couple of years and, and, and really been, they're just great people, and, and um, I love love hanging around them guys and support me and, and Larry Stockwell, um, Dinos and Motors, Power Plus. You know, that's, that's kind of our core group, and that's what we've had, and, you know, got to, really thank my wife for the amount of time she lets me put in and um i don't know if she lets me or just tolerates with either one but um she she grew up in a racing family and you know she she kind of knows knows what this is all about and knew what she got into and and um you know she's been great my brother brother helps me a lot at the track and uh i pick guy greg who's helped me for years and he was down here last night helping me figure out the broken fuel pump from from saturday night which kind of um you know I, yeah I, I finished well but it, the car wouldn't run uh, when i pulled up to victory lane and barely ran to get it off the thing and it couldn't even get it started to get in the trailer saturday night so timing was just worked in my favor that night but found a broken fuel pump last night i've never taken one off that fell apart in chunks before but uh timing worked out pretty well for us there to, to allow us to still finish that race and yeah, we've, I just have a, you know, my mom and dad have supported me for years and, and, um, you know, my kids, kids come every week and they came down to victory lane Saturday night, which was really cool. I wasn't expecting that. And, uh, just a family, you know, people have a lot of success that people think we're, uh, have a, a big, huge race team and a lot of stuff behind us, but we, we're just a small family run race team and, uh, and have been fortunate to have a, a lot of good help and a lot of success. 
Right on, Jason. No, that's uh, definitely the best way to have it. Family, friends backing you and having good sponsorship on there. That's basically family and friends as well. Um, doesn't get any better than that. Um, can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your evening tonight and uh, coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, and definitely, I hope that uh, this isn't the first and last time. You are more than welcome to come back on the show. And, uh, you know, regardless if it's a victory lane edition of the show or if you just want to come on and talk a little bit of racing. Hey, no, I, it's been my honor. I, I really appreciate it. I, um, anything we can do to, to kind of give back to, to the fans and to the sport is, uh, you know, I'm willing to do. So appreciate you uh, reaching out and, and um, thinking of us. Absolutely. Anytime. Truly appreciate it. And I uh, look forward to having you on again. Sounds good. Look forward to meeting you soon. Picking up his first feature win out at Cedar Lake on Saturday night. There was Jason Vandekamp and getting to enjoy that victory with his kiddos in victory lane. Like you heard there, uh, definitely a special moment for him and uh, definitely wish him uh, more of those moments in the 2020 season. Rounding out the night, we have late model driver, Jesse Glenn's. Now up on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, winner Saturday night at Cedar Lake Speedway in the number 7X late model. Joining me now, first time on the show, Jesse Glenz. How you doing today, Jesse? Good. How are you? Not too bad, man. Just uh, just a regular Tuesday and whatnot, uh, watching the storms roll through and everything. And uh, I respect they are probably heading your way. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it just got here recently. We're getting, getting a bunch of needed rain. So hot as... Hot as could be earlier. Now we're getting the storms. Nope, definitely, definitely needed the rain, but definitely, uh, luckily that cool front came through and took some of the humidity out of there. The last couple of days have just been hellacious. It was definitely hot today walking outside. I'm glad I don't wear glasses. I'm sure you won't be able to see as soon as you got out. <laughs> <laughs> right, fogging up and everything. Right, but, exactly. Yeah, but uh, reason on the show, you kind of had yourself a heck of a night out at Cedar Lake on uh, on Saturday night there. You, uh, you did double duty. Um, and just to kind of quickly touch on that, you raced your modified and late model on Saturday night. And uh, just to kind of touch base on the modified really quick, um, in your heat race, you started third, finished second. And then in the feature, you uh, you started 10th and were able to pick up five spots and finish fifth. Uh, how did the night go in the uh, modified for you? Yeah, it was a good night. Um, it's uh, one of my sponsor's cars, uh, Dale White, White City Glass. It's one of his cars. Probably my most comfortable track around, so it's nice to to jump in uh, when you're driving somebody else's car that I'm not used to very much. You know, being only the second time out this season, uh, being a track that you're comfortable at too. Um, and yeah, we had a good draw to start up front in the heat. Um, got one guy advanced a little bit in the heat, and then uh, gave us uh, a redraw spot, which I you know never did good at in the mod. So that was. Uh, at least consistent from years past. So I redo 10th um, and had a good car. Was able to get back up to 5th. Uh, I think we were maybe a little bit better in 5th if we could have restarted on the outside. But uh, we uh, we still had a good night. Right on. Was that the, uh, now was that the same modified that you had raced the night prior down at uh, Eagle Valley? Yep, that was the same one. So I was going to, we were going to run uh, the late model over at SK Speedway with the Dirt Kings. Uh, and then Dale had brought up maybe run the mod at Jim Falls and being a sponsor of mine in that, you know, in a really close to home track. Jim Falls is where I grew up racing all the time. Just decided to go that route for the night and have some fun and 
yeah, we were able to run really good with that car the night before, starting eighth in the feature and working our way up to second. Perfect. Yeah, Jim Falls. That's a that's a uh, fun track to get out that way. We've gone out there a couple times with uh, with the sprint cars in the past, and uh, that place can get uh, you know hustling on the high side and can get pretty quick. Yeah, it's definitely uh, usually tends to be a more high side dominant track. Uh, but uh, Mike Anderson, uh, he ended up winning uh, right right around the tires, smooth as could be. You know, we were pounding the high side pretty much the whole race, and was gaining on him a little bit. But uh, starting eighth, it's it's uh, it's difficult, and he doesn't make many mistakes. So, yeah, it was a fun night, and yeah, but yeah, some of the nights you can get uh, you can get really fine around the high side there. Oh yeah, fun fun track and whatnot. Definitely, I've had some uh, good memories from that place, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, weren't able to make it out there this year with everything going on, and uh, you know, everybody delayed. So, gonna miss that one this year on the sprint car side of things. But uh, definitely, fun place to go, and hopefully, we can make it back sometime soon, and. Uh, Maybe if you're out there running too, get get a chance to catch you out there as well. Right. Yeah. No. A lot of the a lot of the different sanctioning bodies and tracks all over are all, you know, as everybody knows, schedules are changing week by week. So for for a lot of people, it's just uh, playing it by ear week by week to see where everybody's going and doing. No, nope, absolutely. Yeah, just exactly there. You know, they're. One minute you think you're supposed to be racing somewhere, then they switch it, and the next thing you know, you got to you know change gears and head somewhere else. <laughs> yep. So exactly. Transitioning from that, we'll trans uh, transition over to uh, your late model. Um, you uh, started seventh in the heat and did some moving forward there. Finished third. How did the heat race go for you in your late model? Yeah, the heat was good. It was good heat. We went high, went low, so the car was working. Um, you know, pretty much wherever we wanted to, to put it and was able to advance up enough to, to make the redraw in that, which was, which was the goal. And then we were able to, um, have a little bit better luck on the scale road with the redraw and, and redrew a four for the feature. So that was good. Good to get confidence, um, driving it, you know, back to back with the, with the mod. It always takes me a lap or two to, to get readjusted. Um, tends to be a little bit easier in the heats just because they tend to be tackier and you you just drive them harder. There's not as much finesse as when they dry out in that. Yep. So the features usually takes me a little bit longer to get back used to the late model. But, yeah, so it was good to, to get that transition back and under my belt for the year and get a good heat race and make the redraw. Absolutely. So, yeah, like you said, you ended up uh, you're making the redraw. You pull a four. And, uh, you know, picked up another three spots and uh, ended up taking home the checkers on Saturday night at the High Banks Cedar Lake Speedway. And uh, from, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was your first feature win of the year in the late model? Yep. Yep. So uh, we had ran uh, Phone City, was it the week before or two weeks before? I believe I, I have it written down it was the 22nd. Yeah, so we are uh, Phone City the other, the other weekend. That was our first night out and then at Cedar Lake was our second night with the late model. Um, just got rolling, rolling on the high side pretty good. Uh, early on, was able to take the lead um, about eight laps in or so, I'd say, and then uh, was really, really able to stretch it out once we got in clean air on the high side. And most of the rest of the field was running low. Yeah, it just was. It was on rails on the high side for us that night. So really happy with uh how the car felt and 
getting back to Cedar Lake, especially two weeks before the Masters when they got some really big money to try and take home. Absolutely. So we can expect you to be out there that weekend then. Yep, definitely. That's awesome. That sounds good. I'm probably going to try to make a trek out there and catch one of them nights to come out there and watch that. We went last year and the uh, the racing and the competition out there is just out of control and they def- put a good show on every year. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, a, a really a pretty big highlight weekend for them, for them up there for that show. So we'll, we'll be there. Hopefully, hopefully we can take one home. Last year we got second in, in the Friday night portion, but, uh, yeah, definitely want to bring home one of those one of those bigger purse wins. Heck yeah! So you got to go out and get a little redemption from last year from being the bridesmaid. Go out there and uh, Parker and Victor <laughs> Lane. Yep, that's the goal. Awesome, man. Well, um, you know, I I'm not going to lie to you either. Um, your your late model that thing is a pretty stout looking machine. Um, I love the white on black and whatnot, but I can't imagine that that's too good to uh, have to uh, give it a bath the next day after running, unless you're running out front. <laughs> right no it's uh it's nice it's it's not a wrap it's it kind of fools a lot of people that think it's a wrap just because there's a lot of sponsors on there and the way we got them placed in that um but yeah i i just like the the cleanliness uh the clean look of it and then this year with all wheel covers got the the wheels painted solid black and it just gives it more of a kind of a sprint car look on the left side but yeah just just seems to always really pop on the track and be really bright and, and noticeable and legible. Oh, it, it definitely is. Don't get me wrong. It is very hard to not miss you when you're out there running around. Well, that's what, that's what we like to hear. Want to want to be seen. So. Yep. No, definitely. Definitely. Are. I, can, I can attest to that. Even uh, my wife was out at the races on Saturday night and uh, she made a comment about it. So you caught her attention. Awesome. Glad to hear it. <laughs> but uh, no, and also too, I was going to mention, uh, it sounds like that we have a mutual friend in the Amish assassin, uh, Blake Anderson, who uh, helps you out once in a while. He hasn't been uh, slinging his uh, sprint car around really uh, lately. Um, you trust that guy working on your stuff? Well, I mean, scraping the mud at least, you know, <laughs> but uh, no, he's a, he's a really good, good buddy of mine. I, he actually drove, drove my truck home uh Fountain City a couple weeks ago so I mean that shows you how much I trust him there you go no he's a he's a hell of a guy and whatnot and I've had the pleasure of getting to know him over the last couple years and uh no he's a stand-up guy and whatnot I just had to give him a little crap about that (laughs) exactly he'll give it back so (laughs) you know it's all good there right on yeah no we uh looking forward to him to getting back on the track with us on the sprint car side of things but uh the guy definitely knows a thing or two about cars and uh definitely a good guy to have in your pocket and uh, when you need him Definitely. Yep. Definitely. I won't take up too much for your time, too much more of your time. We really appreciate you calling in tonight and everything and kind of recapping Saturday night for you. Um, you know, we already kind of touched base that you'll be running the masters here in a couple weeks, a couple weekends out at Cedar Lake. Uh, any plans for this upcoming weekend uh, where the fans can expect you to be uh, racing potentially? Well, this weekend, uh, it's kind of late notice because they were supposed to have challenge series, um, out West, which maybe they still are. Um, but we weren't going to go out there. And then Menominee was supposed to have a race, um, the race of champions race actually, but they're still not open up. But then Rice Lake did add a race, but it was kind of just late notice as of yesterday when they added it. My fiance, she's having her bachelorette party on Saturday and going to help set up in that for that. So I figured might as well get the guys together too and do something Saturday. So I think we're just going to take the weekend off try to get everything you know perfected 
on the car and all the tires done ahead of time and just double check, look over everything, you know, after having two races in the season, have an extra week to really dial it in for the masters and, uh, spend some time with the, the wedding party and that for our wedding coming up in July. Well, congratulations on the wedding coming up to you and your fiance and everything. And, uh, couldn't imagine a better way to, uh, not be, uh, spend a Saturday, not racing, uh, getting, uh, things ready on the car. And then also, uh, spending some time with friends and family getting ready for the big day. Yep. There's, uh, there's always things that are bigger than racing in the world. So got to yep. do that sometimes too. Oh yeah. No, I hear you there. I mean, even just being a, being a crew guy for a driver and whatnot, my wife says the same thing. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that just as much. No, absolutely. Well, you know, I, like I said, congratulations to you guys on that. I hope you uh, enjoy the weekend with everybody and uh, are able to get, so, get a head start on some things for the big weekend coming up here in two weeks at the masters at Cedar Lake Speedway. Um, before we let you go, is there anybody that you would like to uh, plug for sponsors or give shout outs to? You got that stout looking car, beautiful looking car. Uh, definitely got some guys helping you out. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to run through my sponsors here. Um, I know in victory lane that sometimes I always just forget just spotlight on you just get the deer in the headlights, you know, look. So I want to definitely mention everybody here. Absolutely. Uh, Wild, yeah. Wiles drive shaft. Uh, they make a great product down there out of Paris, Tennessee, uh, CMD shocks, MB customs, Jiggy signs does the, the beautiful vinyl on the car. Teal fins, plumbing, auto enterprises, GRP motorsports, Tim's Automotive, Arts ATV and Snowmobile, Mike Star Market, Mike and Sissy Knops with MSK Realtors, Brunswick Trucking, Quality Truck and Auto, Speedworks Headers, Champ Pans, Photos by Fizzle, The Volt out of Altoona, White City Glass, Lemon Thario Building Services, Conrad's Auto Salvage, uh, and then when we're getting married at Dixon's wedding venue in Apple Orchard, quality care, staffing solutions, prestige, custom cabinetry, ERL drafting and design. And then uh, also R&R Racewear, where we get all our apparel from. Just want to give a big thanks to, to all of them. Um, they help out in many different ways, and it's very appreciated. Awesome, man. Definitely. Uh, Blake wasn't lying when he said that you had a long list of sponsors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we do. We got a, a lot of support and, you know, we try to get as much exposure for them going back and that's just uh, the way it goes around. Absolutely, man. There's nothing better. You guys are getting them exposure. They're helping you out to get on the racetrack every, every weekend. And, uh, yeah, no, that's completely awesome. And, uh, can't thank you enough for, uh, taking the time out of your night today and, uh, coming on the show and recapping the weekend and, uh, hopefully, uh, this isn't the uh, first and last time that you're on the show. Definitely would love to have you back and uh, chit-chat some more and get to know you a little better and, uh, you know, help you get it out there and uh, share some stories for the fans and uh, give them a little entertainment. Yeah, no, it sounds good. I Thanks for the uh, for the invite, and hopefully uh, maybe even sooner than later, a couple weeks after we can maybe nail one of those big wins at the Masters. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, doing this and uh, definitely look forward to doing it again. Anytime, anytime, you're more than welcome to come back whenever you want. Yeah, sounds great. There you have it, guys. Future husband-to-be and feature winner from Saturday night at Cedar Lake Speedway. It is Jesse Glenn's in the 7X late model. 
That'll do it for tonight's episode of Reaction Reaction Time Sports Victory Lane Edition. Definitely want to give a big thank you to all of the guys that were able to take the time out of their evenings and call in and give us a little recap on their nights at Cedar Lake. Big thanks to Ryan, Dan, Jason, and Jesse for calling in. Hopefully they will be uh, repeaters on the show and uh, have more victories to uh accumulate over the rest of the 2020 season and bring them back to share some more stories and uh, give you a little behind the scenes look at what they do every weekend when they're behind the wheel and uh, wheeling those cars uh, around the uh, high banks of your local dirt track. You can find us Reaction Time Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Reaction Time Sports or RTS Podcast 1. Give us a follow, give us a like, share a comment, or even drop a message. And uh, any questions that you may have pertaining to a topic of the show, or even when we announce that we have drivers on the show, feel free to drop a drop a comment with a question and it'll be answered live on the show. This coming weekend, Cedar Lake Speedway, once again, racing six classes on the docket. You'll have modified super stocks, Midwest mods, USRA, late models, UMSS, wing and non-wing sprint cars all in action this Saturday night, June 6th. Gates open at 5, racing starts at 6, weather looks great. It's going to be another great car count with another action-packed night of racing at the high banks of Cedar Lake Speedway. That'll do it for his do it for us here at Reaction Time Sports. We'll talk to you next time. Stay safe.